0: Service. What is up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 32. I appreciate y'all being here. We're, uh, we're living in the age of corona. Things are uncertain. Uh, I hope everything's alright wherever you're at. I had a solo episode last week, so oh boy, got an interview for y'all today. I'm excited. My guest is Jada She is a North Florida-based escort, writer, dancer... We recorded this, I guess, at the end of March. We might have broke a little quarantine. Don't tell anybody, but uh, we're living. We're thriving. We're all right. (laughs) You can follow Jade on Instagram and Twitter at JadeAdoreXO. You can follow us at FullServicePod, my personal Instagram and Twitter at TankFunkadelic. If you enjoy what's happening on the podcast, if you like us, subscribe, if you could give us a rating, perhaps write us a review, that would be amazing. I'm excited for this episode today. I can confidently say, if you were on the fence about this podcast before, if you're like, I don't know if I fuck with the podcast. And then after listening to this, you're like, I'm still like, I don't know if I fuck with the... Hey, you might not just fuck with the podcast. That's all right. This podcast ain't for everybody. <laughs> but if you've been rocking with us since the beginning, perhaps if you're new to the podcast, I appreciate y'all being here. Well, no, I hope you, I hope you enjoy this episode with Jade at Door. Fucking happy Tuesday. All right, later. What is up, listeners? We are back. It's Tank Smith. I'm so fucking excited for this episode today. <laughs> My guest today, Jade Door, Thanks for being on the podcast.
1: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. I'm glad uh, we're at uncertain times right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're living in the age of Corona. I'm glad we're able to make this happen.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, it's very just... strange.
0: <laughs> it's like, I've never experienced anything like this. It's, it's crazy. It's
1: dystopian. <laughs>
0: We'll see. We'll all get through it though. We'll be yeah. good. We'll, we'll come out on the other end. We'll be better. You know?
1: Yeah. Whenever that is.
0: Twenty twenty one is the year we were saying twenty right. twenty. Nope. Twenty twenty one was the year. Twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah. If only we would have known.
0: <laughs> I wish I could have hibernated or something. Yeah. Just done something.
1: <laughs> this is hibernation now. Yeah. Honestly. This
0: is. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. But uh listeners, we are in Atlanta once again. We are in Atlanta. How uh how are you? Are you where are you based out of? Are you are you based in Atlanta? Where are you? I'm
1: based out of North Florida, but I okay, come sweet. to Atlanta a lot.
0: Okay, um, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm
1: back and forth. I've been to quite a few places in 2019. Just going from city to city. Now I've kind of settled down, and okay. so now I'm just in Atlanta. Sweet. Especially during this, like, uncertainty with everything at a standstill.
0: I feel like it's a good place to be because there are also a lot of, like, good, like, medical facilities in Atlanta. If any shit goes down, I'm like, well, I know I can go to a bunch of different (laughs) spots. Exactly. You got a favorite thing to do in Atlanta at all?
1: Um, I don't know. We haven't really explored Atlanta that much, but there's a lot of good food. There's a lot of good vegan food. I'm vegan.
0: Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of good vegan food. Nice. Um,
0: What's the best vegan dish? Is there a best vegan dish? Like, there, like.
1: Any Asian food, because it can all be, like, vegetarian. Oh, okay. It's already kind of vegetarian. Um, pad Thai. Vegetarian pad Thai is really good. Okay. Any type of vegan burger can be really good. I'm not really into like the vegan meat, but like that's really good.
0: I need a, is a uh, Taco Bell. They got a. They
1: have a lot of vegan options. I've visited Taco <laughs> Bell a couple times.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Del Taco also. They got a Beyond Meat taco. Or... Mm-hmm. So is that vegan? Is Beyond Meat? Is that what the vegan? It's
1: vegan. Yeah. It's like novelty vegan. Um, I've tried Beyond Meat at like the Impossible Whopper. No, oh, okay. that's Impossible. Me oh that's something. the impossible yeah that's and just... that's pretty good that's Not pretty good
0: <laughs> how long have you been a vegan
1: i've been vegan for about four years now
0: do you feel like i should go vegan
1: i feel like everyone should <laughs> but also i shouldn't tell anyone what to do but it's definitely it was the right decision for me for sure
0: is it more expensive do you feel like you're spending more on food than you were before
1: Yes, but only because I'm eating more, not because the food is more expensive. Oh, okay. It's just because I have to eat more because you'll be a little bit hungrier as a vegan okay. if you don't know how to get those nutritional gaps filled in. But oh,
0: okay, that makes sense. You
1: eat so much more. <laughs>
0: I need to do. Stuff. I feel like I need. To, I did keto. I did keto once for yeah. like a couple of weeks, and then I'm it, with that. it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs>
1: didn't it was, like it too
0: much. No. Nah, it was it was really the election that that set me back.
2: Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I ate two pizzas on election night.
1: So. <laughs> Understandable. Post <laughs> <That> was twenty sixteen. <2016. laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I like. I saw this. I ran into this dude that I knew that used to be like like 400 plus pounds Mm -hmm. and then he lost like over 200 pounds and I was like dude how did you do that and he's like keto Mm -hmm. and then the next day I'm like well I'm keto now wow and then it lasted and then pizza and then the (laughs) election happened maybe if I'd seen him over the summer it would have lasted a couple months but yeah it's a couple weeks it wasn't good Uh (laughs) I feel
1: like with vegan food you feel so much lighter it's just there's so many options I think some people don't know there's a lot of options but you can make anything it just doesn't have meat or
0: cheese. I need to look into it more because I know some people that are vegan and they everybody everybody I know that's vegan they they're like happy. You know? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if it's so the food. Better. I don't know if it's <laughs> the food or what it is, but yeah. At least you can feel better than everybody else.
1: Yeah, you're probably cooking more, that's... and you know your skin's glowing. And... Yeah.
0: So you're like <laughs> I'm not that. adding to global warming but it, by consuming too. meat.
1: <laughs> exactly. You can barbarian. look my dog in the eye. Like. Yeah. <laughs>
0: all that <laughs> yeah. hell yeah well thanks uh, I appreciate you coming to the podcast yeah of course of
1: course
0: I know uh, I re- initially it's been like a, like I, I hit you up in October in for October. the podcast <laughs> This is crazy. It doesn't happen, like, because I, I hit up a, a bunch of people. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure, like, uh, later. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I know what that means, you know. Right. But I'm glad, like, I'm glad it actually, like, just, like, six months later. This is crazy.
1: Right. Six months of more experiences. And, yeah. you know, more travel and stuff. I went from Atlanta to Tampa, to Tampa, to St. Pete, back and forth, like.
0: You ever been to Busch Gardens? Yes. Tampa?
1: A long time ago, but yes. That's right, yeah. <laughs> It's very fun.
0: We used to play, I played, like, travel baseball. We used to go to, like. Okay. We used to go to like Clearwater, Clearwater or whatever, so we'd always go to like bush gardens one day. It's, bush it's, Gardens it's,
1: beautiful.
0: That's yeah, a good time. Mhm. Fuck yeah. But no. I know uh we spoke before, so you're a writer, uh you started out out as a dancer, uh, mm-hmm. escort. How uh, how is your how long have you been uh, when did you get into sex work?
1: I would say i really really got into it mainly october of last year okay um started dancing a little bit earlier than that had some experiences with sex work like sugaring um okay kind of like early like 18 so that was a while ago i'm talking three yeah (laughs) okay sweet but um mainly started with sugaring got into dancing and then went back to sugaring and then thought okay going to get into escorting.
0: How was, how was sugaring compared to escorting? How do you like, how do you like that?
1: Um, sugaring was a lot more maintenance, a lot more emotional labor, a lot more run around, um, because it's basically like you're dating someone. Yeah. Um, so it's essentially dating in a way, but I feel like escorting is a little bit different because i feel like you know what the expectations are right off the bat but with yeah. sugaring there's a lot more like variety and what people want and a lot more emotional labor
0: <laughs> definitely i know because it's like you're almost like catering like oh man i have to cater to this one person's needs right. and then somebody else you see is like completely different and it's versus like this is three hours we're hanging out. You exactly. Know? This is, that's what it is. You know what you to know?
1: expect. Like, you set your own rules. People can look you up, see what you're about. But with sugaring, it's more like incidental dating. Yeah. Yeah, on the low. But you get money in return or gifts or things like that. And that's another thing. I think escorting is more uh, straightforward because it's not just gifts. It's actually you're paying bills. Yeah. No. <laughs> and contributing to my livelihood. <laughs>
0: yeah. Can you remember the first time you think you heard of sex work at all? Like, is that...
1: Ooh. Really, really young. Really, okay. really young. Probably, like, 15, 16, which is really most women, I think, or most yeah. girls. Um, especially watching, like, TV shows like Tyra, Oprah, like, oh, stuff yeah. like that. Real life... Uh, not real life. True life. Okay. Stuff like that. The internet, of course, is at your disposal at that age, so you're researching things on Tumblr, seeing other people's experiences... Um, I feel like people were open about it on YouTube as well, like talking about their experiences. So. Oh
0: yeah, there's a lot of like YouTube like blogs for sure.
1: Oh yeah. so that's how I first heard of it, just the idea. but at that time, I thought of it as you know mainly sugaring, like oh, someone spoils you and so on and so forth. Now I have a more mature understanding of it, especially as an adult.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you, how'd you get into like sugaring? How'd you, how'd that, how'd you, how'd that start, I guess? The internet. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Seeking Arrangement was like a really big site. It's not the site uh, anymore. (laughs)
0: Sophia, yeah. Sophia Soma, a couple, a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago, she had mentioned, yeah, she was, she started on seeking.
1: Seeking, yeah. And there were different expectations then. I feel like now what the men are looking for are escorts. Sometimes yeah. they don't know it, but that's what they're looking <laughs> for.
0: <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're on the wrong website. Yeah. You need to go to another website for Exactly.
1: That. You know? Slixia or something.
2: But...
0: but I think maybe, I think it's, they also too want this whole like intimacy and like companionship thing
2: Exactly. without
0: having to like put this boundary on it of... We're hanging out for two hours you know right it's like they want yeah they want essentially more of you mm-hmm. for less and like unbound kind of situations yeah
1: and that's another reason why i had to get away from sugaring because i feel like they want so much more for so much less and yeah. they don't want to admit that they just want to exchange time for money yeah essentially <laughs> that's what they
0: want but it's weird. Shit's weird out there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you know anybody who was sugaring when you started, or were you kind of go into this yourself, just kind of blind? Or
1: um, yes. When I first started, I actually shared a sugar daddy with someone, like with a friend um, that I knew in high school. And so there were people I knew from school who were doing that. Okay. Um, people who had moved to like bigger cities who were doing that. So I knew some people, but not a whole lot of people that I was really close to. Okay, but, yeah.
0: getting into... So you started uh, dancing, right? How, how was your experience dancing?
1: Dancing is very interesting. Actually, I enjoy it most of the time. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but there's you can go anywhere and dance. That's actually how I was able to travel so much last year. Oh, I would okay. go to Tampa, New Orleans, went to Texas, um, Atlanta, but dancing it's- is very... It's very interesting.
0: (laughs) Does it vary, like, city to city on how it kind of works? Like,
1: Yeah. I think some cities are, like, more strict when it comes to dancing. Like, there's more rules and regulations. Okay. Um, I experienced that uh, in New Orleans. Like, because, you know, there's more alcohol, too. But in Florida, it's different because you can't be topless if there's alcohol. Wait.
0: Wait. You can't be topless?
1: Right. In Florida. um, If there's alcohol like you can't get fully nude if there's oh, okay. alcohol so the full nude places will have like juice or red bull
0: oh okay yeah mm-hmm. it was it used to be like that in north carolina to where it'd be like yeah. any kind of full nude place there wasn't it might have been byob or yeah. something but you couldn't they couldn't yeah. serve alcohol at all
1: exactly so there's different rules and like more places are sh- more strict than others but it just depends do
0: you have a favorite city that you uh danced in at all
1: Always, New Orleans. New Orleans always, is best. Always, yes. I
0: fell in love um, in in Asheville, but she lives in New Orleans now. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I I could see why because it's a very eccentric city.
0: I need to I need to go never been you've never been no what? never been because I, li- I lived go. in north carolina i lived in north carolina for like a long time and then i just moved to atlanta so i was like i feel like driving from north carolina to new orleans is a long that's a long drive
1: was it raleigh which part of north carolina? yeah i was in raleigh okay yeah yeah um i'm originally from san diego okay and then we moved to charlotte okay. North carolina Charlotte's and cool. ended up in florida
0: oh yeah. yeah
1: definitely want to go back to charlotte
0: fuck yeah when uh when you started uh, escorting, right, did you have any preconceived notions of what you thought escorting might be, like what the job would be, or did you kind of go in and be like, oh, this could be like sugaring, except a little bit more structured, or what do you...
1: I expected it to be more straightforward, which is true, it's more straightforward, you know what to expect, you can brand yourself exactly how you want to, yeah. I feel like with sugaring it's a little bit different. Because it's more of a dating vibe. It's not like you are a brand and, you know, you need to market to people who would be your ideal clientele or customer base.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, sugaring seems more, like, lax, but I expected it to be, like, more business-wise. Like, I'm a businesswoman and this is essentially my business.
0: Did you do, do a lot of research before you actually started?
1: I did. The internet definitely... Um, Twitter, there's a lot of research on there. I listened to podcasts as well. Um, and found some eBooks and stuff like that. Um, tried to reach out to people who I know have done that before. Things like that before. Um, so yeah, did some research.
0: Did you feel like people were responsive and willing to kind of like help out when you reached out?
1: The people that I knew, I also spoke to people that I met in the strip clubs a, a lot, Sometimes dancers also do that as well so I talked to other people who also did that but okay some people were receptive I feel like people who I felt comfortable enough to reach out to yeah but never like strangers or anything like that uh, or okay. people I didn't really know okay mm-hmm.
0: what uh do you think you had like a biggest challenge starting out in uh, escorting?
1: I would say maybe advertisement like okay putting my face out there, not my literal face, but (laughs) getting myself out there and um, deciding what my brand would be or even just paying for ads because I know uh, Alexia was a thing. There's Tris, which is free, but like trying to figure out which city I would want to market to because where I'm from is like a small, small town. Yeah. And so there's not like a huge market for that. But
0: And the websites that you, like people like will like using a city vary city to city
1: exactly Almost. so
0: it's like you almost kind of have to know i don't want to put in all this money in slicks mm-hmm. in this city because there's not it's not a, like not many people are using it
1: exactly but
0: but i feel like the do you feel like the date city hashtags have helped you at all
1: I think Does so, on Twitter, yeah. yes, because I can see, you know, if people are active in that city or if they're really talking about things in that city or talking about getting services in that city. Yeah, so that's that was another challenge, just figuring out which city would be most successful because yeah. I really had to travel to get myself out there.
0: Did you have a best city uh, for for all anything, like for uh, escorting you'd
1: Um, I would say... Atlanta, maybe for freestyling, okay. but like Tampa for like more like people booking ahead of time and things okay. like that.
0: That makes mm-hmm. sense. Do uh, do people close to you in your life know?
1: Mm, my girlfriend, her, <laughs> she knows. Um, I have a best friend who does. She's a dancer, um, but that's about it.
0: Do you feel like it's beneficial to have people you can talk to about work?
1: Yes, because you definitely need some type of emotional support. Um, or just someone to talk to if anything goes wrong or, you know, people to know where you are. Um, and I think that's really important because it would be very difficult if I didn't have anyone and just had to. Live yeah. some type of double life by myself or yeah. something like that.
0: I feel like just having an outlet to just like talk to someone about would be just helpful in just a lot of different situations.
1: Exactly. And I feel like that's for any job. Like yeah. you want to be able to pitch to someone about something. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not always going to go smoothly.
0: Like if I have like a comedy related problem, I want to talk to another comic, you know? Exactly. So I can hit them up because they understand what I'm going through. Who's you know better to
1: understand than another comic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like, if I hit up my so I'm like, you just, you don't get what, you don't get this. Yeah, this right. Is <laughs> I will
1: say that is one thing to do in Atlanta. There's quite a few comedy shows. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: I went to my first comedy show here in Atlanta. Okay.
0: Where, um, where do you know where it was? Do
1: you know where that was? She See, she knows Atlanta more than I do. <laughs> Midtown. Midtown, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah laugh,
0: Laughing Skull is one of the good. It's at the back of the Vortex.
1: I have not yeah. there. It's, it's a
0: good spot, but comedy yeah. is pretty much canceled forever. You know, oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, what, <laughs> the radio maybe, but people do people.
0: There's like XM radio. There's, com- there's comedy XM on XM, radio. but I'm like, it's still not, It's I mean, it's not the same.
2: Podcasts. Yeah,
0: I gotta. Okay. Yeah, if I don't have this podcast, I don't know what the fuck. Like, what people are doing now for stand up is like mm-hmm. Instagram Live comedy. Okay.
1: I could see that. That's actually how stripping is happening now is Instagram really? Live. Yeah, I'm learning about that. Interesting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need some names. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: very interesting. Um, I'm still doing some research on that because yeah. most strippers now are going to Instagram Live. So, like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see comedians doing that, too.
0: I wonder if they kick you out of the room if you're not tipping. Um. I wonder how that works.
1: The way that I've been learning about it is that... Um, the dancers I know they'll try to get live on a celebrity's like live okay. and then they can like pin their cash out and okay. then whoever is watching them can tip them cuz you you can share live with someone yeah, else yeah yeah and so that's what they do but it would be cool if sh- strippers themselves could like host their own thing and then people can tip them and I'm sure that's a thing too
0: You probably yeah all you have, yeah. all you need is follow. yeah all you have to do is just go live and anybody who's followed you can look and then just like
1: Exactly yeah and you could do the same with a comedy show and yeah. have, like, all your fans there. And...
0: People, have, people have been doing that. It's just, like, it's such a different thing because, you know, like, stand-up is, like, I say something and then you react, you laugh. I know what, I know, like, whether it was funny immediately
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus, like, I say something and then I'm, like... I'm going to say the next thing.
1: Right, because timing. Now I'm
0: going to say the next thing. you need the reaction (laughs) from
1: the audience.
0: And then I can just go back and read the Instagram live comments and be like, oh, they laughed at that. (laughs) It's just not as fulfilling. Right,
1: I I I bet. Like, it's not that instant gratification. I started
0: started going on Chat Roulette to uh, talk to people and try to make them laugh that way. And then you get the instant laugh. And I was like, well, this feels pretty good. I like that.
1: Maybe even YouTube or something.
0: Yeah. Thing,
1: but you still can't see the reactions immediately. No,
0: it's. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, you never know. I mean, who knows? Like, what, what the outcome of the whole Corona thing will be, and then how people will mm-hmm. interact with other people even after that. You know? Right.
1: We're gonna be shaking hands with gloves. Like, yeah. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> talking from like. <laughs> From like, be bubbles. like six feet back up. <laughs> we'll have bubbles or something. Wow.
0: My mom was at the store the other day, and like somebody I think she'd saw from like church, like hadn't seen her in a while because they're doing like even the services are all like virtual now. Oh. And so she like ran up and like hugged my mom, and my mom was like freaking out. Like, oh, what no. The
1: Human heck? contact. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't know where you've been. Fucking, I love you, but back up, please. Oh, right. It's been
1: serious. <laughs> <Man>. Goodness. <laughs> I hope comedy isn't canceled forever. It won't be. It, there's
0: no substitute. You gotta, there are, people right. need it. Yeah. You can't, even live, anything live is better for, like, I feel like than on a screen.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like yeah. theater versus the movies. Like, yeah. It's definitely different. It's more emotional. Like Yeah.
0: Like it's hard to convey. I mean, at least through your phone, it's, I mean, it's kind of hard to convey emotion, like mm-hmm. tone and all these things that you're not going to atmosphere in a room versus exactly. just like staring at a screen. Exactly. But we'll get there. We'll be back. Over yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I know you uh said you're in a relationship. How is uh being in a relationship and escorting?
1: It's been good because she knows exactly what I'm doing, where I'm at, all Heck that yeah. good stuff, can relate and you know, I, there's no judgment.
0: Yeah. I feel like the people that I've talked to that have been in relationships it's all really about like communication and that definitely helps.
1: Oh yeah. We communicate a lot, I think.
0: Heck and like yeah. very
1: honest and open so it definitely feels safe to talk about it and to express that because it is a job
0: yeah no yeah
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely so I'm very thankful for that
0: yeah when I know you said you're new when you started uh like screening is like a huge thing uh, and safety do you feel like people are willing to give up like personal information or was it hard to hard starting out
1: I feel like people who are seeking me out are more than willing because they want to meet and so, but people who aren't serious, they're not yeah. gonna do it, yeah. <laughs> which is good because that just lets me know that yeah, I can't meet them anyways, or that they weren't about anything anyways. I guess
0: it helps because it's like if you don't want to give me the person, like I, now I know that I don't need to keep this going because exactly. it's, not, it's not real.
1: Exactly, because this is my whole life out here. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you can't give anything. And yeah, we definitely can't meet because it's a very vulnerable thing. If you've yeah. never met before, you don't even know exactly what my face looks like. I don't know what you really look like. Yeah. Um, yeah, so screening is very important.
0: Have you, do you accept like references from other providers?
1: No. Right. Yeah, at first I thought I would, but then, you know, talking to other providers who have been uh in it longer than me have advised me that it can cause drama or what if the person doesn't respond or what if this person yeah um what if they had a weird experience where they just don't want to tell you like you just yeah i would rather have like real world information
0: yeah because even like because yeah somebody could somebody could see a provider could see like 30 providers mm-hmm. be awesome every every time. And then one time it's like, you know.
1: Exactly. And you just never but know. But you don't have
0: that person's information because you only want off references.
1: Exactly. I mean, it would be nice to hear like, oh, from someone like, oh, I've met this person. This person is really nice. Yeah. And, you know, you shouldn't have any issues. But also, I'm not that person too. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have, like, the real world, what's your LinkedIn, like, what's your send an ID, like, something real-world information that I can verify myself and anyone else could verify as well.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Will you give references for other people that, like, need them? Absolutely. Okay. I
1: would, um... And hopefully, you know, within a twenty-four hour period, because I'm I'm sure it's frustrating if you want like a quick response. And yeah. Really get get your money.
0: <laughs> I feel like for the most part, if I've ever used like references, it's always been really has really been really fast. Like which is simple. Like, yeah. Yeah. But so everyone's different.
1: I don't mind giving them, but um, definitely don't like depend on them or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you uh, require deposits for people to see you?
1: I do, um, especially if it's a longer engagement, but I always okay. require um, deposits, and it just lets me know that you're serious about meeting, and yeah. Just, it's just always nice to know that if you invest something, that we're both going to show up, and we're yeah. both going to... You know, me. Because, yeah, you're
0: already invested beforehand, so you're more willing to be like, well, I mean, I need to, well, I mean, I should be here. Exactly. Even though you already should feel that way. You should already be like, I said I'm going to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm taking this person's time. They can see somebody else in my place. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you should be there, but you're already, like, like showing your investment, I guess.
1: Exactly, your investment. And I feel like for other businesses, you get a card on file, like, (laughs) just to make sure that, you know, if they cancel, then you can... So, yeah, I feel like it's a good business practice to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you feel like uh, attraction plays a role at all in seeing clients?
1: It doesn't. um, Not for me to see a client. um, But it's always a plus, I guess. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's always a plus. (laughs) Yeah. But it definitely doesn't. um, Yeah. (laughs) Have
0: you uh, ever developed feelings at all for anyone while doing this?
1: a little bit one time and that was in the strip club in largo florida okay um there was a gentleman who was really really nice and i felt comfortable enough to like you know give him my number and talk and he was very like invested in me oh nice but um i would say a little bit he just like for some reason stood out
0: do you has ever like do you ever have where like in the club like people are like falling in love with you kind of thing does this happen
1: yeah <laughs> I think so, and I think with that guy in particular, yes, but yeah, but it's I can't take it seriously <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you're you're you don't know me. Know it's not me. a it's not a yeah it's
0: fabricated s- a situation. You know
1: exactly. It's a fantasy. Yeah, in the moment you don't actually know me at all, so I can't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah,
0: because it's like essentially this would not be happening
1: Ex- ever
0: <laughs> if I was not in this building. <laughs> if you were not in this building. Yeah, we would not be having this conversation.
1: It is so. Yeah, but you
0: suspend this. You suspend disbelief mm-hmm. for a couple hours,
1: and it's it can that could be really fun. Like yeah. I've had people propose to me, and I <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like it seems so serious. But did they have the ring? No, oh, they. Okay. But they promised that they would get the ring Damn.
0: and. <laughs> <laughs> I was all like, all wow, you really stuff. bought the ring, dude.
2: Right, Fuck.
1: talking about where we're gonna live and all that good stuff.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> Goodness. But yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I assume you said no. You're like, I can't, this is
1: I never say no. I'd be like, well <laughs> it just depends on like
0: How about what's... this? You come back next week, right we'll talk about it then. <laughs>
1: exactly. And then you just tell them
0: that same thing for like a couple months
1: exactly or until the room is over like whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like I, so I should probably tell you this I'm actually already married so I can't oh, I can't yeah,
1: is... right but yeah it's very interesting how people play into that fantasy and yeah. get really involved and it's very interesting yeah I mean I, it
0: happened to me it happened yeah. to I fell in love fell yep, in love yep, with a stripper yep. <laughs> I was listening to T-Pain for like a couple of weeks after <laughs> that shit.
1: And I get it. It's like very intimate. And sometimes you really <laughs> see someone's like real personality shine through, especially yeah. if they feel comfortable with you. So I definitely get it because it's kind of happened to me before, but yeah. it's very interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, uh, how do you feel about review websites and reviews?
1: Uh, at first I was, I tried to get on them, but then I decided, you know, after reading reviews of other women. No. No. <laughs> yeah, because it seems like some type of product review or something. Yeah. I just
0: some. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I I mentioned a lot of podcasts, but Private Delights. I feel like they're a website where yes. the reviews aren't explicit. Mm-hmm. Because I've definitely read some shit, and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. dude, why, yeah,
1: bro, wow, exactly. I just I would hate to like read something that was like disorienting or like, yeah. So I'm not even gonna put myself in that situation. I always told myself maybe I'll request like love note or like something handwritten, yeah. like something more personal, but not for like the world to see.
0: Do you feel like without reviews, not, not like I feel like I guess the question I'm trying to ask is: Do you feel like reviews help legitimize you? At, at first, all? I
1: did because it shows that someone has met you before and all that. But also maybe having a lot of. um marketing material could yeah size you or
0: because your social media definitely that definitely helps like exactly. that for sure
1: exactly which is why even sometimes when i verify people i'll ask for like linkedin so that's social media in yeah. a sense and shows that you're a real person you interact with other people and people yeah. know you but i think you got it can but i feel like someone who is really invested in someone will look into more than just reviews yeah yeah
0: definitely Especially also, too, if you have your own, like, website, mm-hmm. your social media, your advertising on, like, multiple platforms. Like, it's like... This then that is,
1: should be something. Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
0: I feel like you are putting yourself out there. Because yes. when you, like, you're creating this Twitter, you have this website. If you rip somebody off or whatever, they can just go on Twitter and be like, hey, Jade did this to mm-hmm. me. Everybody sees this. And then... That's your reputation on the line, you know?
1: Exactly. So it is is
0: you're like, also held more accountable by having the social media.
1: Right. And I feel, like I've seen Twitter kind of used as, like, reviews. Um, like, people saying, oh, she's, an, she's a wonderful lady. Had a great yeah. time with her. I can't wait to see so-and-so. Yeah. So in a way, that's kind of like a review. Oh, definitely. And it's just, like, nicer than what I see online at those, like, other things. <laughs>
0: I've seen some terrible things.
1: Yeah, me too. And so I just don't want to be on that. But I can see how someone could find it somewhat legitimizing. Yeah. hmm
0: do, uh, do you feel any pressure at all in a session to live up to any client's expectations?
1: Um, at first I did. At first I thought, oh, maybe if they had a better experience with this person, they might expect me to be like that person. But... You know, after thinking about it, just like with meeting anyone, everyone's different. And yeah. And we can have our own experience, like, in the moment. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know, uh, if they meet me and they like me, they'll show it when they're there. And, yeah. And um, I'm very, like, open with stuff like that. Like, gauging if someone's having a good time. But either way, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're going to make the most of it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Have you ever had, like, a... Like, I'll have, like, a bad set, you know? Like, I'll have just, like, ooh, that was bad. Just, has that ever happened to you, or it's like, I feel like I could have done better? Or, like, does that... Mm,
1: sometimes, like, if I... Th- I immediately think about dancing, and I'm, like, on stage, but... No. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I have to just be in the moment. So if I overthink it, then it's gonna affect my day. And yeah. like Someone else can read into that because I can definitely read into people overthinking. Yeah. Or you know being self conscious, and I feel like if I exude confidence, they'll feel it and feel more safe and comfortable. Yeah. Because I especially love to feel that from other people. Yeah. Okay. So anytime I go into it, I try to be try to be confident and try to be, you know, bright, bubbly.
0: Cause yeah, people will feel that like mm-hmm. people yeah
1: definitely believe in like energy and like feeling what someone else is feeling a little yeah. bit. Fuck yeah, um, I
0: that, know. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know we uh, talked a little bit of freestyling, right? What's mm-hmm. your experience been with freestyling?
1: Freestyling is kind of fun, honestly, because you don't know what to expect and okay. it could be hit or miss. Yeah. So essentially, it's just going to a really nice bar and you know. Seeming approachable like wanting to talk to people. Um, I try to think of it as networking like networking with people talking Yeah, and then you know you want to get out of here like you (laughs) want to Because that's essentially what people want to do anyways And it's kind of like you don't really know what to expect so it can kind of be like a a rush Um,
0: Do you have to buy the first drink? No, you never, never buy. You never you no, not. You don't get the first one. Oh to no, the like, first one. Yes. The first one you yes. get like okay. a, is, you get like a really nice one. Like what, do you, what what's you're the, saying. Like yes. you get the first drink so that the other people know what you like to drink.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um. Actually, when I used to freestyle back where I'm from, in North Florida, uh, I feel like the waitress would always recognize me. Really. She, dude, she going on and she would help me out because i would tip her very well and she would sometimes bring me free drinks to be like oh yeah maybe i'll bring you this so you'll see more approachable and he'll see what you're drinking and i thought that was so nice damn she knew what was up she knew what was up so i was there every friday (laughs) she'll tell me you know hey like this person's cute he looks like he you know, might not be Mary. Who knows? Damn, like, she was
0: wingman and hard. <laughs> she
1: was. Because, I, I mean, wing and I tipped her accordingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was working hard, too. <laughs> Fuck
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that was really fun. Um, I think that's also when I stepped away from social media, when I was freestyling. So I oh, thought, okay. oh, I don't need social media. I'll just do this. And yeah. It's in the moment. It's, you know.
0: Do you get that a like, danger, exciting, like
1: that adrenaline yeah. yeah but of course like there's a safe way to do it i mean okay nothing's guaranteed like you could google the person in the bathroom or get their business card okay see if they interact with other people oftentimes they'll maybe be with someone or oh, be with a okay. business partner or whoever they travel with okay um or sometimes by themselves but yeah i do kind of get that rush that like adrenaline yeah. like, what's gonna happen what will they think of me like what are they about type Yeah. Of, they go for it (laughs) (laughs) type of vibe
0: i had a i interviewed this lady probably less than a month ago Mm -hmm. but she has an app it's like a screening app called like verify him
1: i know yeah that's a great app yeah highly recommend that app
0: so uh yeah
1: because it'll go into detail it'll be like um how many people have this number or has this number been used before? Oh, Even shit. if someone's been like blacklisted, like it'll go in detail. Like oh fuck. Sometimes where this person is from, like Damn, I don't know how yeah. they do it, but <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> they <yeah>. do it. <laughs> That's dope. Mm-hmm.
0: What uh? So I read uh, if you haven't read uh, "Thriving in Sex Work" by Lola Davina, fucking dope ass. It's a good. Book.
1: I've heard of that though. I need yeah. to download that. Yeah,
0: it's a really good book. Um, she talks about like emotional and physical labor of the job.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you
0: feel like the it's more um, like emotionally laborous, physically laborous at all? Like um, you...
1: I would say maybe more. I think both, and it depends on what we're talking about. I immediately think about dancing when I think of emotional labor okay yeah because there's been times where I just go in there I don't want to do anything yeah I still try to give it my all try to be energetic try to just make something out of nothing yeah But it is emotionally, can be very emotionally taxing.
0: Because I feel like, you know, I know you mentioned like with sugaring or whatever, it's a lot of like emotional labor because it's like this person is like demanding like a whole lot of you.
1: Right. A lot of intimacy, a lot of emotional intimacy. Um, Oftentimes these people are married and they just need some type of escape or some type of um, just fantasy away from their actual life. Yeah. But that can be a lot of emotional labor.
0: Do you feel like sugaring was more emotionally laborious than escorting?
1: Yes, because I feel like with escorting, you agree on how long you're spending together. And of course, you can really meet some really interesting people, learn a lot from people. Yeah. But I don't feel like you take that home with you, at least not in my experience. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I take that with me, but with um, sugaring, you're you're in a relation you're kind of in a relationship with this person this yeah. person sees you as their girlfriend and <laughs> you know or their mistress yeah. and that can be a lot cuz you're expected to remember you know their whole life story yeah and- all that good stuff, and Damn. but they don't know you at yeah. the same time, so it's hard to give back what <laughs> you're taking in, yeah, because that's not how it works in real life,
0: yeah. And there's like reciprocation, you know, exactly. somebody tells you this thing, you're like, Well, I need to reciprocate to make them that's what's not a, an imbalanced relationship, you know,
1: exactly, more like a balance. And what I appreciate about escorting versus sugaring is that I feel like the men who go into it, they have somewhat of an idea of what this is. Like, yeah. they have a more mature understanding of what's going on. They're not totally disillusioned by what this exchange is, yeah. as opposed to maybe sugaring and, you know, that spoiled girlfriend.
0: It's just so thing. weird just trying people try to like assuage their feelings by being like, well, we're like dating and it's like for a row come on dog
1: exactly exactly so come it's on. just like having a whole another relationship and some people who sugar they'll have their own relationship and still be sugaring and that yeah. can be a lot but maybe for other people it's like nothing
2: yeah
1: but um yeah it, it could be a lot of emotional labor yeah particularly in dancing too because it's very look space you have to make sure you look the part and
0: And the shit you'll just people will say out loud in a strip club
1: yes (laughs) period
0: (laughs) i was like i was was in Asheville and like uh at the treasure club or whatever and like i'm getting a dance and it's like couches right Mm
2: -hmm. so there'll be like
0: somebody like sitting like kind of next to me and like i'm getting a dance and i'm like listening to this guy talk and I'm just, di- I'm like, I, I'm just like laughing. I'm like, I can't. Right. Where, did you really just say that dude? Like,
1: <laughs> People say some wild stuff in the strip club. Yeah. And it's... I've definitely heard a lot of stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I
1: also have to remember I can't take that with me. I can't yeah. take it personally. I can't let it affect me. That's something that I really had to learn.
0: Because so much shit is just putting, I'm going to just put my problems onto you mm-hmm. so that I feel better.
1: Right. And I just... I, now I understand. I can't let that affect my yeah. self esteem by any means.
0: And... It's like the rubber glue thing. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever, bounces right. off. <laughs> sticks to you, <laughs> that motherfucker. <all> makes
1: sense. <laughs> exactly.
0: Since starting in uh, so or so like in October, right? Did you start mm-hmm. the Twitter in October when you started? I
1: believe yeah. yes. I think I should say I started in October.
0: Do you feel like uh the sex work community has been like supportive like do you feel like it's been
1: i think so i think um that's actually where i've met most of the people that have reached out to me and have you know wanted to keep a rapport with me is through twitter like, okay because you can show more of your personality and that's true people feel like they know you a little bit more but i haven't seen anything like negative towards me on there it's or really towards anyone else um, okay. for the most part um it seems very open and even when I do see some stuff, it's like they're very that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's,
0: it's it can be a war sometimes out there. But I'm like, hey, I just got a podcast. I'm just here, right? I'm
1: just Jay right, on <laughs> my thing, like just trying to be positive, see what everyone's doing, and worry well, yeah. about me. <laughs> but yeah, it's been pretty positive so far.
0: Fuck like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like being a black woman, your experience has been different at all to white providers?
1: Yes. I think, um, in some ways, maybe being black is, it's definitely like better sized, which is fine. That's like your thing. But yeah. in, in some ways it can be an advantage because people seek out someone who is black or a black woman. Okay. Um, and then I think about like maybe dancing, uh, I think some people don't expect me to be as articulate as I am or like.
0: That well-spoken bullshit makes me angry.
1: Though. Yeah. You, you've heard it too, <laughs> right? Like.
0: You're so well spoken. Right, oh, you I must appreciate... have read
1: books. Like, oh, well, well,
0: thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
1: Right. Actually, you should
0: really be thanking my parents. Just, can you write them a letter? Right. cause I wouldn't be what I am without.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've most definitely time. heard stuff like that. Or, yeah. um, I think that's probably most of the reason why I've gotten hired in some places is because when I open my mouth or how I carry my myself, like. Fuck yeah. Cause some clubs, honestly, it's kind of like a divide. Like you know, there's black clubs and there's white clubs. Yeah. Simple, like. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like maybe in black clubs, um, I had to figure out how to fit in. Like in some ways, and then in other yeah. ways, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's almost like almost like kind of like comedy too. Like so, there's like white mm-hmm. white white rooms and then black rooms.
2: Oh. It's it's cr- Like the.
0: The dynamic's completely different in in both rooms.
2: Right. Like,
0: black rooms are definitely harder. Like, no matter what comic you talk to,
1: right? black rooms will be harder. Exactly. Because some jokes may not translate.
0: Well, that too. It's just like... Mm -hmm. I feel like black people, it's like, if you're not funny, like, immediately, they'll let you know. Like, if you're not not good, they'll fucking roast you on stage. Whereas, like, a wide audience, they'll be like, you know, he's trying. He's... he's, (laughs) We can see that he's, he's put forth the effort, but they'll be like, you fucking suck,
1: That's 100% true, actually. Like,
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh,
1: I love to see black comedians call out the one white person in the black room, though. Yeah. I love that. They love it, too. Like,
0: yeah, they're, that's they're, always they're,
1: funny. <laughs> love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely different and... Yeah. In some ways it can be harder, but I just think of it as an asset. Like yeah. I'm different. Some people might consider it exotic, that's problematic, but it's not my job to <laughs> My buddy says
0: my buddy says ethnic and I'm like, bro, oh, that doesn't no. even that doesn't even make sense. Gosh. <laughs> I'm like everybody has an ethnicity. It's exactly.
1: Like... <laughs> please don't call black people ethnic, y'all. If you're listening, <laughs> please don't do that.
2: I'm like what the Yeah. F-
1: yeah, and I feel like even um, I don't know. It's just very interesting. Even just code switch, like all that stuff. Like, it's very interesting. And it's hard to articulate too, especially if you're not black. Like, (laughs) it's hard to articulate why it's different to be black in this, in sex work or in this field.
0: Because, again, it can be, yeah, it's. It's be, it could be advantageous, could be like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. fucking,
1: yeah. It could be an asset, it could be a disadvantage, it could be people assuming things, like, oh, you might be ghetto, or you might make this place look more this or yeah. that, or whatever, or maybe even someone who wants to meet me might expect me to be more, I don't know, like... I can't even find the word. Yeah, just
0: different than you are.
1: Like what you see on TV (laughs) or something. And it's not that. I'm an individual.
0: (laughs) We're changing these stereotypes out here, people. What up? How y'all doing? Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh, It's interesting.
0: Yeah. Do you you think your views on sex have changed since starting at all?
1: I think so. I think um, how I view intimacy is different. Or how I... Think about what maybe men view as intimacy. Yeah. Um, I first saw that, you know, being in the clubs, like how little you have to do for a men to feel like you form some type of strong connection. Okay. And um, that's been interesting. What, how would you
0: say, like, what, what do you think? How, do you, how would you say, like, me, men viewed in intimacy, or like, what do you like?
1: I feel like. They might have, especially in the club, I see like warped views of what that means. Like, okay, okay, I'm talking to you, I'm looking you in your eye, yes, but you don't know me, I don't know you, I still have to perceive a caution, I don't, anything can happen, like, but... And I feel like we we take up different spaces. So a man obviously is going to feel comfortable sitting in the strip club, not worry about anything happening to him. Yeah. But I have a different perspective. I have to think about what if something goes wrong? What if this person is too touchy? What if they, you know, go past my boundaries and how am I going to assert myself? They're not worried about that. Yeah, no. So.
0: Yeah, there's so much you have on your mind. And they're just like, oh, I'm just here to have fun. And you're like, I have all the... I'm thinking about so many things right now.
1: Right. And still trying to have yeah. a good time and make sure that we're all smiling and giggling. And- yeah. Which is fun, honestly.
0: Like I was... Uh, like the lady who has the, uh, the Verify Him app, right? Mm-hmm. So she she danced. Uh, she started out dancing and I was talking to her about it. And I was like, just go... Because the first time I ever went to strip club, I was like 28. So I've only been okay. like less than 10 times in my life ever. Okay. And... I felt like the power dynamic is really interesting to where it's like who essentially has the power in the whole thing, right? Because it's like
2: exactly.
0: the women are essentially like the product, what people want. The dudes have the money. Who right. has the power in the situation?
1: It's definitely a power struggle. It's, so, it's it's
0: just like such an interesting thing.
1: I'm here. I'm what you want to see, but you also have my livelihood in your hands. Yeah. So. And I feel like there's a sense of entitlement there too. Like, if you don't work for this, I'm not gonna give this to you. But yeah. also, I'm here to work. So, yeah, it's a strange balance. Um, it's a
2: crazy but place.
1: I definitely feel like the women are in more of a vulnerable spot. And I I don't think oh, that yeah. everyone who goes into the club thinks about that because, of no. course, you're not because you're just there to have a good time yeah. sometimes. But
0: I mean, I didn't think about any of this before I went in, and then I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like. I mean, obviously, there's something between us, you know.
1: (laughs) It's not the alcohol, right? Yeah, I'm
0: like, you know, (laughs) we could, you know. uh. Exactly. Like,
1: I like that initial feeling, like you feel like you made some type of connection, but I also know realistically that that's because I'm being bubbly, I'm keeping the party going, and I'm succumbing to your expectations right now in this moment.
0: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) mm Mm-hmm. Do your view, has your view on men you think changed at all since starting, Um, since starting everything?
1: I, sometimes I think more about how they're perceiving situations than maybe I would have before, like how they're viewing this whole exchange, like what's going on here. Um, Sometimes after the fact, I'll think about, you know, just what are they thinking about? Like why, what? drew them to me or things like that but not essentially like it hasn't changed that much
2: okay it nice.
1: is i just might think more about like why like why what they're thinking about this exchange and okay what their expectations are and okay. all that
2: nice.
1: um it's definitely made me a little bit more cautious especially since you're meeting strangers all the time and um definitely got to be cautious when you're meeting people you don't know oh yeah for um, sure and i don't think i've would have looked at it that way before completely. Yeah. But yeah.
0: What, uh, what would you tell somebody you to get into, like say like dancing or escorting it? Would you have any advice for anyone wanting to do that?
1: I would say that it, you definitely need to do research and understand, you know, why you want to understand like your end goal, like what your goals are. Okay. Um, just like with any job, like, why are you, what do you hope to get out of this? Yeah. And, Examine that fully um, and that will help you through it, keep you consistent um, if you understand why you're doing it. If it's to meet a certain monetary goal, if it's to just have your own business, be in charge of your money, be in charge of yourself, um, have autonomy of how you make money in a sense um, and definitely do research and understand that it's not... Exactly how it's portrayed on YouTube or yeah. from people who are successful from it. So I think when we do research, we're doing research on people who are successful.
0: That's true, and that
1: can create a warped view of what's really going. Because it's
0: through. like they were—they are were successful over a long period of time. You know, exactly. it don't, you don't start out successful like initially. Exactly,
1: you know? and that's true. And some people expect to be successful immediately, yeah. but. I feel like to have success, you definitely have to be consistent, understand why you're doing it, have some type of drive, have some type of support, have safety measures, and just feel safe when you do it, Um, especially when it comes to dancing. Um, You definitely don't want to be in too much of a desperate place, because then you might bend on your boundaries, and that could put you in unwanted situations. Yeah. So that would be my advice for someone who's thinking about doing it, they're not sure... Just be sure why.
0: Do you have any advice for a client wanting to see somebody for the first time?
1: Yes, um, I would say also understand why you want to understand what you want to get out of the experience. That's what
0: I say all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. you need to ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? You know, right. because I'm like, you're gonna spend all this money, you're gonna do all this thing, and you're not. If you don't understand why you're doing this or what you're trying to get out of it, you're just gonna it's gonna be a rat race, and then you're mm-hmm. gonna be around right around at the beginning. You're going to spend all this money and then you're like, I still don't know what I'm looking for.
1: Right. Are you chasing (laughs) intimacy? Are you wanting to fulfill a fantasy? Are you wanting to escape from reality? Like, are you just curious? Yeah. Um, But always remember there's someone else on the end of that. Like there's a person like on the end of that. Cause um, maybe men can also be disillusioned by like, what's really going on here. Who's on the other end of their experience.
0: I think if you just don't, If all you have is TV or news or you don't know anybody who's a sex worker or you don't know anything, like, your view is going to be warped. Yeah. And you don't even really know that because, you like, all you have is what you've seen, but it's, like, warped until you, like, actually meet people and you're like. my my view is wrong (laughs) exactly you
1: can make some really good connections like meeting a lot of these women because from what i feel like your podcast does a good job of showing is that these women are really smart and they have a lot of goals and they have a lot of talents and uh
2: they're real people people. yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) people
1: you want to meet and maybe would not have met otherwise yeah so I think that's something to really think about.
0: Fuck yeah! Shout out mm-hmm. to all my guests. If you've been on the podcast. You listen to this. Fuck, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember even in some of my traveling, I did listen to the podcast, like on the way to Tampa or oh, nice. in the car, and I learned a lot of stuff I wouldn't have before. Fuck
0: yeah! Well, but thanks I think for that's listening. Really
1: cool. Yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> what, uh, where do you see yourself in like five years?
1: Um, I would see myself having. Multiple businesses, okay, having nice. some published work for sure, um, really within the next year, like having like various like diverse streams of just nice. different things going for me, um, especially when it comes to writing. Um, okay,
0: uh, yeah, I know we spoke about it before, what uh, what do you, how long have you been writing? What do you write? Like what? Uh...
1: I've been writing for a long time, I've been writing since I was 12 and it's only gotten more mature and more better, like gotten to reflect on like my work from before and figuring out what types of stories i want to write okay um especially when it comes to poetry because there's like no rules when it comes to that oh yeah and so figuring out um you know what type of stories i want to tell especially personal stories like yeah. what's important to get out there and put on paper Fuck yeah
0: do you uh do you have a favorite poet at all
1: Favorite poet. Alan Ginsberg is my favorite okay. poet. Um, he's a poet from the 60s who was a part of the beat movement. Um, and everyone was doing psychedelics. Like Greenwich Village. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely like his work because it's very experimental. Yeah. And he just did not care like what anyone else was doing. Yeah. What the future would be doing. And I feel like a lot of people write like that now and like got that from him.
2: Yeah. Um, hell yeah
1: yeah and he's very influenced by walt whitman which is what i really like he's oh, very okay. like out there and kind of sexual and kind of just experimental fuck yeah so yeah he's definitely my favorite poet
0: oh yeah five years you got stuff published this would be dope I mean, right gotta, i'm <laughs> excited i'm excited to check it out
1: absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> fuck yeah i, I didn't mention it before are you a fan of stand-up at all
1: um, I used to be, I used to be when I was younger. Okay. Um, I used to really love Reggie Watts. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's experimental. Yeah, yeah. Like, he oh just yeah, does You playing care. the keyboard
0: and shit. Yeah. I loved that. <laughs> yeah, no, he's
1: funny. <laughs> um, Reggie Watts. Um, I remember I was into Joe Coy for a little bit, but I don't okay. know where he went. Um, he's still he's still doing it. Dimitri Martin. Cause yeah. He was also kind of strange, and yeah. had his own little experimental. Yeah going on he's the one
0: on netflix that was funny
1: yeah i i saw that and there's a actually a show out right now comedians in cars getting coffee oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's good yeah yeah because it kind of gets like older comedians on there talking about i just
0: like people talking comedy like it's cool to see
1: right that connection between them yeah it's very
2: reminiscent (laughs) (laughs) i like that show
0: fuck yeah yeah, yeah. Before we get out of here, right? Do okay. uh any funny stories, any strange anything you wanna any funny
2: Funny stories? I think <laughs> the
1: first thing that comes to mind <laughs> is this uh regular that I used to see in the Clearwater area. Like, okay. He would always come to the club so high, like so like (laughs) I whatever level he was on was just like a different level. But he would give like these long hugs, like these long like just (laughs) that would last for at least five minutes. And you don't know how to stop it. Like
0: five minutes.
1: He moved so slow too. Like he was always in slow motion and (laughs) always smiling, just
0: it's like the sloth from Zootopia.
1: Exactly like that. Imagine that, but in the club. <laughs> wow. But yeah, that was funny. And
0: What, what like after the hug, would you like, just be like, okay, I'll see you. he would just
1: look at you be like, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he would be so high, like, couldn't speak. Like, just. Really? <laughs> whatever was in that vape was doing just, him right. He just, he just came for
0: the hugs. That's Right.
1: It's not, not bad. And to nod to some music and. <laughs>
0: some All people that. just need hugs you know maybe mm-hmm. just need hugs sometimes
1: come to the stage every once in a while <laughs> but that's yeah great. that's the first thing i think
2: of
0: good was, old hug dude what up dog how you yeah. doing
1: always knew what to expect
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah hey, wow. jade
0: i appreciate you coming to the podcast it's been a lot of fun of
1: course it's been very fun i Heck really yeah. appreciate
0: it To <laughs> uh do you want to tell the people where they can uh, find you on social media
1: yeah, um, mainly Twitter. Everything is on Twitter. Um, Jadedoraxo. Um, that has links to literally everything, like the website, my Instagram, which is also Jadedoraxo. Everything is
0: Jadedore. okay. Jadedoraxo.
1: Exactly. Fuck Ma-
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> listeners. Jadedoraxo, give her a follow. <laughs> fuck yeah. Well, I appreciate you. you being on the podcast. Of
1: course, it's been really fun. Well,
0: fuck yeah, listeners. We will be back. All right, later. That was my interview with Jade Adore. Yo, shout out Jade. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. That was a good time. That was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> Listeners, she just plugged it. I will plug it again. You can find her on Instagram, on Twitter, at Jade Adore XO. I'll have links to all her social media and also her website in the Libson page. So make sure you go to the Libson page, fullservicepod.libson.com. Give her a follow. We are also on Instagram and Twitter, at fullservicepod. You can follow me at Tank Funkadelic. Our email address for the podcast, fullservicepod at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. If you want to hear anything talked about, perhaps if you want to be a guest on the podcast, send us an email, fullservicepod at gmail.com. This has been episode 32. I appreciate y'all being here. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Another week. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like the podcast, if you're like, hey, Tank, ooh, boy, something special's happening here, subscribe to the podcast. That'd be amazing. If you could write a review, that would be incredibly helpful. Give us a rating, five stars. Ooh, boy, that'd be great. Uh, (laughs) I recently got stickers for the podcast. If you want a sticker, all you have to do, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Also, YouTube, send me a screenshot, hit me with an address. I will send you a sticker. But no, this has been episode 32. I just said it. I appreciate y'all being here. We will be back next week. My guest, Juliette, she is an Atlanta-based body rub specialist. She's also a companion. She's a former dancer and also the creator of the screening app, Verify Hip. I uh, sat down with her, I guess, it was probably, I guess, at the beginning of uh, March. Uh, So, yeah, I'm excited for y'all to hear it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, But no, I appreciate y'all being here. Fucking, we're living in crazy times. Corona's out there. I hope everybody out there is being safe. I'm trying to be safe. We'll see what happens. Uh, (laughs) But no, thanks for being here. We'll be be back next week. Fucking stay safe out there. Hey, it's 420. Uh, I guess today is. uh, (laughs) Smoke weed, maybe? I don't know. All right, later. service.